This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Support for the Boner Planet Podcast is presented by Dead Downwind. Tinks, Shadow Hunter Blinds, Burris Optics, Dead Ringer, The Grind, Bomar Archery, Element Outdoors, Reveal Cellular Camera, HHA and HHA USA, Black Eagle Arrows, Cobra Archery. Additional support provided by Deer Camp Coffee and Yeti Coolers. Welcome to the Boner Planet Podcast. Uh, today is going to be a little fun. We are actually going to talk about hunter safety and hunting education, which is a really important thing that, uh, you know, if you haven't done it, you really should have hunter safety. And it's probably required in your state, uh, depending on where you're at. But uh, most states have some sort of hunter safety that does have to be taken. And it just so happens my son, uh, Connor, is taking that now. So we thought it'd be a good idea to have him on, chat a little bit about what he's learning and uh, discuss that. Now, the thing about it right now, because of the COVID rules and stuff, it's actually interesting scenario. He takes a virtual class that's like, I don't know, how, how long is it, Connor? <clears throat> you might have to be getting closer. I can't hear you, but bring your mic closer. It's very long and there. How many sections? I think there's nine sections and each section has topics and each topic has different pages so michigan has a couple different things they have the apprentice program and the mentor program which allows kids to get out which is really great for our state uh gives them a chance to get out as early as the parent wants them to get out so the point of my story in saying that is connor's been actually kind of accustomed to safety things that i've put in front of him throughout that time frame so he already kind of went into this knowing some of that but what I've seen this course do that has a little more detail is it goes into the uh, ammunition for gun hunting, even though he's not going to really be gun hunting, but it does go through like ammunition, different loads, trapping, uh, which we're not going to do either. Not that we have anything against it. We just don't do trapping. Um, talks about, you know, shot placement, which is actually a really good part. He already knew all of it because of what we taught him, you know, before he went out. Um and uh, there's tree stands, blinds, things of that nature. These are the things at least I saw so far. We were only about through half of it, but um, yeah, I don't know, Tim, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's an important aspect of anybody that's going to be out there, you know, and I, I, they do, you know, the, the hunting side of it, they, they do a lot of focus around firearms, you know, within that, within the training course, which I think is really good. It gives you a perspective of what you should be doing with any weapon regardless of whether it's a firearm or a crossbow or a compound bow they they all needed to be treated with respect so i think those types of courses where it's teaching kids at a young level 
um, to respect the weapon first and foremost, but then also teaching about ethical skills, right? Like what you were saying, shot placement and types of hunting and all that kind of stuff. Um, I mean, I think it's beneficial for everybody. I'll be honest, you know, when, when I started looking at material with uh, my own son, um, it's been a long time since I've had it. And there's some things that you're like, oh yeah, they did talk about that, that you kind of forget about, you know? So I think it's a really, really robust program, at least here in Michigan. I don't know if it's different in every state in regards to the training material and stuff like that, but uh, it's pretty cool. So Connor, I guess, tell us what you, what you, <clears throat> I guess, tell us what you think you've already knew before going into it and then maybe go into what you think you're, you're learning right now. Um, so I, I already knew, like, uh, they talked about a lot of ammunition and like matching with the right gun and stuff like that. And I came in knowing that and, uh, like how to set up a ground blind. Yeah, and I knew a lot of the basic safety rules, like always point the gun or crossbow or whatever you're shooting with in a safe direction and other rules like that. What's the yeah, number I think one rule? Hugely um, important. Always treat your firearm like it's loaded. Bingo. You got it. So I'm talking about you got the it that went through so pass with flying colors there buddy that's awesome yep curious is, what section are you on right now I am in the middle of section four here is that the hunting skills one uh yeah yeah it's like, up, that's Tim? something you might want to call your your uncle Tim on because I don't know I don't know if your dad's going to be able to teach you much about hunting skills. All right, so section or unit four is just like basic hunting skills. Like, you have them up, Tim? Yeah, I'm looking at them. Go through them. Go through them real quick for us. So, so there, there's nine units, right? Or do we want to just talk about unit four? I will go through all of them real quick. All so right. So, so the nine overall units are is is introduction to hunters education, know your firearm equipment basic basic shooting skills basic hunting skills primitive hunting equipment and techniques be a safe hunter be a responsible and ethical hunter preparation and survival skills and understanding wildlife is number nine now mm -hmm. the hunting skills itself um you know every everything's broken down into different topics there's planning and preparation hunting strategies uh vital shots field care of game and then you know your summary so pretty uh pretty interesting information to be honest with you one of the things they show in there <clears throat> it was really actually really well done and it's online but like it's simulated so you actually see the animal moving or something and it says like should you shoot yes or no and so the the first one was like a, a deer um a deer at uh quartering away so the answer was yes for bow and yes for gun so you have to choose you know for you have to gotcha. go for each each weapon the other one would have been like uh standing away from you the texas what do they call that one chris hard. texas hard shot so that one uh the answer was no for both um and then the there was uh broadside which obviously was considered the best for both there was um quartering towards you and the answer to that one was no for bow yes oh it's possible for gun and yeah. but it wasn't like <clears throat> frowned upon for gun but for bow it's a no 
clear no. Looking at you was a clear no for both. However, I guess it is um, controversial on that shot. With Very the, yeah. The plate can deflect the bullet, I guess, up or down. So that one's, you know, not sure on that one exactly. But the answer is no, I mean, for our purposes. But, uh, you know, I don't know where, where people are using that or they, if they think that's a good. I guess comment below if you guys are, you, you know, if you know anybody's done a head-on shot and what you thought of that, if that was unethical or ethical or whatever. According yeah. to these rules, this test, Hunter, is it, uh, I think it's Hunter.ed, which I think is actually this test goes across multiple states, I believe. And, well, I, um, and I don't necessarily disagree with that, though. I mean, you got to understand that these courses are made for younger people with smaller yeah. caliber guns, right? right. That shooting. So, you know, yeah. somebody shooting, you know, a smaller caliber white rifle that maybe doesn't have the punch power as, as you know, your larger calibers or that kind of thing then yeah, I mean, you're going to want to be more careful with your shot and your shot placement because it's not going to have the same efficiency as your larger calibers or, you know, your bore sighted long range rifles and that kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Chris, were you saying something? No, I said, and you're also not pulling back like 70, 80 pounds, like some of these guys are pulling back. So even with the bow, it's controversial still. Yeah, I think I think bow shots. That's a tough call, no matter what. I yeah, mean, you're I, always trying to avoid, you know, ricochets and right. you know, hitting I, bones and all that kind of stuff. And those those front chest plates, man, they're they're pretty thick. Right. I mean, I have people online do it. I I don't frown upon it, but I mean, you you also got to take into consideration a whole lot of variables with mm -hmm. it too. Yeah, and and you know, like um, some of the safety precautions that you know, uh, they learn about in there, which obviously is extremely important. And I don't know, I was actually, I had my CPL class and I was in that class and we learned a lot of great stuff. In fact, I'm going to try to have Will on the show. He was really good instructor. And I think he'd be very helpful for people to kind of get an understanding from someone who's a professional in doing that, like, you know, gun safety and all that. But anyway, the one thing I was going to ask him in that class, I forgot to ask, and I really wanted to was keeping both eyes open because you have a dominant eye. So usually you have no issue. And then with the handgun, it was like this and I was doing square on. And, um, you know, the thing is, is I have my full vision with both eyes open. I can see everything around me, you know? So I, I really frown upon closing one eye with a bow or a crossbow or, or gun because it's, it's not good um, form. And it's, it could put you in a bad spot realistically because you can't see what else is around the shot, you know, what's coming or something's moving towards it, a different animal. You know, I mean, you're only allowed to shoot one animal. So if you don't realize another deer is coming out behind another deer, could put you in a bad spot too to breaking the law. Right. <sighs> yeah. So quadruple lung, right? Keep it. That would be, um, you know, honestly, in Michigan, because you can shoot multiple does, that that'd be that's on my bucket list, man. <laughs> Dually, that'd be great. I never even heard of that. I don't know if that's called something. Like I don't know either. I just made that one up. A quadruple lung. It's called doubling up. <laughs> <laughs> it's called awesome. it's called you're either screwed or you're lucky. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I saw this video. It was a video game. Griffin and I were messing around on the Xbox, and they have that uh, Xbox Game Pass, and they have tons of games on there. And I found this game is they're in the game. It's almost like a Lord of the Rings type game, but in the game, this guy's got this, it's a quad crossbow and it just, it just it has four limbs 
and it's just boom, 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 boom. And I couldn't help but think of the twin strike from Excalibur. I was going to say it wasn't an Excalibur, was so it? So I quickly went over to the studio and I <laughs> filmed myself doing it. And I did a video for TikTok and said, I can do this too. <laughs> I had a clip of that guy that I had a clip of me going. <laughs> That's too funny. <laughs> so check that out, guys. If you haven't seen it, it's pretty funny. But um, yeah, so hey, I want to really... I really want to touch on, so hunter safety is extremely important. Um, we'll close on that. Connor, you got any last words for that that you want to talk about or anything you want to say about, you know, being a kid and learning to hunt? I just want to say that you always want to make sure that you, you are like paying attention to the class and are learning from it because you, you want to stay safe when you're hunting. Very good. Hunting can be scary. It can be, you know, for kids, you know, especially with guns around, it's a little different. Meant to be even with a bow. It's a very heavy life lesson right there. You got it. I think it's, like I said, I think it's interesting for someone like him who had these other programs that they were out in the field doing it. You know, we talk about, we talked about um, in the, in the video I did scary hunting stories, we talked about the rite of passage. That was a, one of the comments that was in the, in the, the movie um, uh into the wild. And that was one of the videos we covered in that show, that portion of our, that series of our show. And that one of the things they talk about is the right to passage for uh, a, a kid or a, a young adult to step into the you know wild. And, and, and I, I made the comment like, well, if you're an American Indian, right, when you were young, you were trained your whole life, right, to yeah. go get a wild game with a spear or a bow, whatever. It, it was part of your culture. You guys were doing it every day. But yeah. when you take somebody that is like, if you take a kid who's never been outdoors and never experienced outdoors or learned anything, and you try to do that, it could be very dangerous and put them in a bad spot. Mm -hmm. So my point here is that Connor's in the position of a rite of passage being that I was training him the whole time. He's killed two deer and a turkey right now before he even completed the hunter safety because you can hunt with your parent and learn from them how to do right. it, you know? So before he even finishing this class he comes into it already educated you know from in the field real true experience you know which is a huge deal huge deal and uh to me you know i don't we don't really have any sort of rite of passage to our culture but i would say you know for being a kid and learning to hunt that's pretty cool you know that's yep. really cool to know how to put meat on the table if you ever really needed to so grocery that's what it's about yep you, you know, right, Connor. Well, thanks for joining us, bud. You can you can stick around or leave. It's up to you. I want to make you sit here if you get bored. I'm just gonna stay until the food's here. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good to me. That's a great plan. Nothing else to do. I'm gonna do that too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I wanted to kind of switch topics a little bit on this episode and uh, move on to uh, different pastures here. I wanted to talk a little bit about what we're seeing Chris and the social media side of hunting right now and with Turkey season, you know, how does it, I guess, how does it pan out? What happens? What do you see this time of year with this, this going on? Uh, blowing up right now. I know uh, first state to usually go is Florida. Florida's the Osceola's everyone's down there hunting them. Then it's been uh, Nebraska's on fire right now with everybody and their brothers going to Nebraska. I know a bunch of the Michigan guys went down there um, everyone's there in Kansas, I believe just open not too long ago, maybe within the last week, Texas is open. Uh, a lot of people will be opening. I would think, I don't know what day is it in the next week or two, probably 14 days, like 
the rest of the, the country is pretty much opening up. And a lot of people have been sending us pictures. Everyone on there has been super, super generous. on if I ask them, hey, can we share your picture? They love it. They're like, I can't believe you asked us. This is so cool. Or if it's a first person's kid's turkey, they love it. They absolutely yeah. love it. So I got to ask parental rights and all that stuff. I said, hey, is it cool if we post you and your son, you and your daughter? And they're like, oh, my gosh, this is going to make their day. So it's cool seeing the youngsters get out there, harvest their first long beard. Um, absolute joy posting it for them. They love it. That's it's cool. Yeah, it's awesome. I, I, one of the things I really love about our platform of Bowhunter Planet is done is that, you know, over the years, you know, we've done a lot of different things. We've done like hunt series. We've done bone drip. We do, we've actually tried to do hunting shows. We realized that it wasn't really a lot of fun doing them because it just became more of a hassle and, and yeah. you couldn't enjoy things like me taking Connor out to hunt. You know, I don't mind going and filming him and, but filming myself, it's not like we're shooting these bucks that people really want to see. So like, I just figured, you know what, leave that to the other groups to do. They're doing a great job, right? Let them do it. But one of the things that's really made me more inspired to do this more and more, um, and Chris, you're a part of this as well, is that turning our platform into a community of yep. amazing people has been like a, i mean literally we don't obviously none of us have to do this guys like all of us could literally stop doing boner plant right now and none of us would be like it would never like hurt us we don't make a living off this so like it wouldn't be a big deal but this community that we built having that op, you know having a bow hunter plant reach out to you say hey you want us to post your picture of your kid i mean that's huge you know that's like a big deal to these people and i love that I love that they could be fans, but also, you know, enjoy and be a part of that with us. And I think that's just been, I mean, and that's the thing about us. We like Chris, when he's posting these things, he's posting all these big wigs in the industry for sure. The Bomars, all these big names are being posted. That's great. They're friends of ours, but he's also posting, you know, my neighbor who shot a Turkey or, you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. You're, it's not like you're only posting these things and not the general public, which is makes it great. Right. If I see something that catches my eye, I love the creativity. Absolutely love it. What people have come up with. If you look on Instagram right now, there's a couple people who take like, yeah, you shot a long beard out in the field, but they'll take it next to a riverside or something. They have the sun coming up behind it, illuminating like the turkey fan. It is amazing the creativity some of these individuals have with their pictures. I mean, and that's, that's huge. Like I love showcasing like people who take like awesome pictures like that. You know, yeah. and that's not yeah. showing the actual blood, guts, and everything because, you know, some, you know, social media, I hate to say it, they don't want to see that stuff. So, I mean, they clean up the birds nice. They clean up their deer, elk, whatever, real nice. And it's, it's showing the beauty of it. You know, it's, I hate, like, I, I don't like to say I don't like seeing, like, you know, the, the gut pile or something laying there. But I'm like, a lot of people, like, despise and get away from that stuff. And, like move the deer, move your elk, you know, move the turkey six feet over. And, you know, Instagram's not going to, or Facebook's not going to nail us. You know, it's that they don't want to see it. I get it, but it is yeah, part of. I think you said it right though, man. It's it, part of, it's about enjoying the photo itself. You know, the, exactly. the hunting aspect of it is great and everything, but there's a lot of really good skilled photographers out there that are hunters. And even if you're not skilled, I mean, your cell phone you'd be surprised what kind of cool pictures yep. you can get off of that and it's just, it is it's really cool to see people not only enjoy the hunt but enjoy the the after hunt you will and the presentation of their photos and that kind yep. of thing i think that's something that 
we've all kind of loved to do in our spare time is a little bit of photography and capturing what we've done. So you make the memories, man. That's, that's it. All you got, you know, is that picture, that photo in that instant of time, it's, you're, you're pretty much burning it into the, the brain or the soul of whoever sees it. So that, that's to me is huge. Yeah, it's, no doubt. You're no, a mom. That's what I love about our Instagram too, is like, you know, our Facebook, our YouTube, all that kind of stuff is really kind of more content that we've created where Instagram, where it's just kind of, you're scrolling through you and, it's you know, seeing, seeing everything else going on. You can see, like Dave was saying, your neighbor's turkey that you shot, you know, it's just kind of sharing as a community what what's going out there. Right. Um, a couple, a couple important details. I just want to throw out there to everybody who's listening to the podcast and we greatly appreciate everybody who's listening to this through audio or video or, um, audio on video, depending on how you need to watch it. Um, but, um, first off, thanks for doing that. We really appreciate you guys. And it has really been a blessing. So if you have pictures you want to share, you can email them to bowhunterplanet at gmail.com. I can forward them to Chris, or you can just tag him or, you know, uh, get a hold of him on Instagram on our Bowhunter Planet account. Uh, for those you don't know, Chris is the genius behind our Instagram. So if you're wondering, you keep thinking, oh, I'm talking to Dave. You're not really talking to me. You're talking to Chris, most likely. But I will, I will put dash Dave if it's me talking to you. So just so you know, in case you're trying to get a hold of me or something. But um, anyway, some other cool things that are coming. I got to get a whole, I got to get with all you guys, actually. Um, we just got hooked up fat by our friends here at Dead Ringer, um, The Grind. Uh, they finally were able to come through and start shipping stuff. We got uh, some really cool bow sites that came in from them. And cool. if you guys check this out, it's got a white pin that glows in the dark. So you awesome. never need a, a light. Isn't that sweet? So your top pin is always good to go. Yeah, it is. They sent a ton of broadheads for broadhead testing and hunting. So we got literally tons of stuff. Um, and so we'll try to give some of the stuff away as two, two guys, as we go through it, we need to go through it and figure out what we need to, you know, waste by shooting them and stuff like that first. But, um, yeah, hopefully once all these bows come in, we can get you guys all going and we can get rolling, but yeah, we're still waiting on bows. So we're probably have to set up our last year's models until we can, until the new stuff comes. But this year, I don't expect us to get new bows for a while because, um, unfortunately okay. <laughs> it's just not every everyone is gone they don't have them there's no excess right now to do marketing stuff so we'll probably be not up to date till probably like august but whatever it'll happen eventually i just want to show you guys this in person here if i can get it out oh, let's see this is this is really nice this is the starvation bead on this thing starvation bead what do you got what's there all right, so this is it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's oh, good. Yeah, it's pretty simple, really, but it feels light too, which people really love light sights because they have light. Can't really get much closer. Sorry, I'll lose my focus. But that's about it. No, we'll we'll do a video on it, obviously, so I'm not too concerned. But just a quick kind of i really like that white the white pin though that's really cool and this yeah. is light enough to go on a kid's bow or adult bow or anything i can tell just by holding it and i love how they did the dead ringer orange yes around it. very visible that's really nice nice quality feels good that's some cool designs on the back it's a little hard to see but maybe you can see it there they cut out so anyway that's that they sent a ton of broadheads and i i i mean 
I, I'm going to start getting to these broadheads right away because I want to. I'm hopefully we have enough ballistics gel to test them all uh, right away because I'd like to get get going on that. Um, maybe next week, I, you know, I got to talk to you guys, get see who can come by when, and we can start working. Also, box another hunting stick for Chris. That's camo that looks sick. So we'll get some like quick videos on that for you guys to check out. Um, also. If you don't know, I, you know, we've obviously we've been working with tactic cams reveal uh, cellular camera, which are, are amazing. Uh, we they actually have a new one, I guess, coming soon. I don't know when it's coming, but we are getting one or a couple, I guess, soon. But anyway, I just want to say if you don't know, if you have a reveal from last year, you didn't do the update. I posted two videos on our YouTube page on how to do it. Uh, and another one, how to just form an SD card. I know it sounds silly, but some people are not really good with that stuff. So they don't know how to do it. So anyway, it's all on there. Uh, those are in the other latest videos we did is a quick sling pack on the grind, um, Turkey, uh, vest, which is sick. It just, uh, I shouldn't say vest. I'm sorry. It's a, it's a backpack, but it slings across you. And then you can put all your calls in it. It's really cool. Um, we also have the video I did on scary true outdoor stories into the wild, uh, Christopher McCandless, is the guy who went into Alaska and never came out, but it's a great story. And if you, you know, if you're interested in that, it's really cool. The next one coming out will be about Mount Everest outdoor adventures and all, all the scary things that happen on Everest, which is a lot. That's some dangerous stuff too, man. Not only scary, but yeah, I've, there's, there's some ghosts running around up there for sure. There's over 300 dead bodies on Mount Everest. Yeah. And it's insane. And I, so researching these things is really interesting because you learn a little bit more of the detail in the backstory. I try not to cover the whole story in these mini stories because you can go out and watch the whole story. I like to cover the parts where we talk about the wild and what you did or did do, you're not, it did wrong. And in most cases, there's always obviously something wrong because all of them died. But um, the Everest thing is these mountaineers are, you know, no joke, right? These guys, some of them who died on there were like, literally have summited like six or eight times each you know they're like no joke but they made stupid errors and stupid stupid errors and like that's the thing and it's like when you put yourself in a risk situation you always have to be ready there you should never make a stupid error right that's like it's like it's like offsides in a in a super bowl game you know like who does who goes offsides in a super bowl game you know what i mean like that's just a stupid error but that stupid error on everest cost them their lives not just them but, you know, uh, uh, the other guy, what's his name? Timothy Treadwell, the grizzly man. Same thing. Stupid air, right? Doesn't carry yeah. bear mace. Oh, I don't want to hurt the bears. The next thing you know, he's dinner. So, I mean, it's just craziness. It's craziness. But anyway, those are the latest uh, videos. We did one on goals. And uh, right now, um, this past week, uh, you guys would have saw the dream hunt, uh, which was us kind of just talking about dream hunt. So that was the last episode. A lot of fun we are at this will be um not including live shows guys we're at like 440 this is the 440th episode of the podcast that's insane it's crazy to think about that man it really five is years. yeah no. how fast we got through those five years of podcasting with this show it's been honestly it feels like we've been doing it for two yeah and this past these past two years we've really kind of did this mix of video audio so now you can watch the show on youtube if you're listening to an audio and you want to see the show you can actually watch it on youtube which is kind of cool we also post on carbon tv uh parts of it get posted to instagram facebook um but not all of it you know so the the biggest chunks will be on you know where you get your podcasts if you want the audio version and 
YouTube really for the full video if you want to see it. But um, yeah, so it's interesting because you have, you know, we get audio views and listens, whatever you want to call it, downloads. And then we also go in and look for video views because you're, you know, it's like double, triple the amount of people actually listening to the show, which is really cool. Yeah. So if if there's topics, if there's ever topics you guys want to talk about or things you want us to go over, you know, go ahead and comment below on any of the, these episodes and we'll try to check those. (laughs) Yeah. We'd actually love that because it's hard sometimes, like you said, when we've done 440 different episodes to come up with new content all the time, you know, and uh, we, we, we sometimes get ourselves in a hole where we talk about the same stuff for a couple of weeks and before we come up with some new crazy good ideas, but um, you know, it, it would be good to hear from everybody and what they want. I actually have a really good idea, Tim, for some shows coming up. I think you guys are going to like this. It's something we've never done, but it, I think it'd be fun. What I want to do and I just think it'd be fun. Plus it'd be fair is the deep dive every sponsor that we have their history, how they started, what products they've all ever had, not just what they have now. You know, I think it'd be cool to do like a history moment of dead down wind tanks, shadow hunter, you know, just go yeah. through I, the full episodes about only them. And then yeah, we no, that would be in cool. like interviews and stuff. I think it'd be a lot of fun. And, and that would be cool. Cause I mean, it, one of the things is too, is like, we use all this stuff too. Right. So it, mm-hmm. it's kind of easy to talk about. And I like that idea. Yeah. I think it'd be fun and, 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 and interesting. So what I think we'll do is split up the companies like, Hey, Tim, you have dead down wind tanks. You go in and get all the research done and, and you tell us the story of tanks. Right. <laughs> I like so it. would be cool. And, you know, do those for a couple of weeks. I think those be fun and different. You know, no one does that. Um, and then one video I want to work on that I'm, I'm waiting on a couple more bows to finish is the 2021 best of the best bow reviews. And basically what I'm going to do is take everything we've done and then, and then what we haven't done and mop that all together into a file in a video. Right. And then it'll go through, you know, battle of the bows, battle Royale of 2021. And what I'm going to do for the bows, we don't have, I'm going to use, information that's like on on their you know online so like brace height you know axle axle so when we do the comparisons we can find the averages of everything not just or just you know premium models but in in this year category so because i'm sure we'll not have a few of them right a few different models i like it man that's it all right guys well thanks for uh tuning in any last any last comments tim no, man, I'm just, I'm looking forward to this year. I think, I think it just keeps getting better and better from here. The, the sooner we get to turkey season, I'm going to, you know, it's going to be great. We're going to be able to get out and have some fun. This weather is changing up here in Michigan and uh, it just gets more exciting as the days go by. So hopefully we'll have some really good shows for you guys coming up and uh, I don't know, stay tuned. All right. Thanks guys. We'll see you next time on the Bowhunter Planet podcast. Stay safe. Hey guys, it's Dave from the Boner Planet Podcast. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, please give it a like and a thumbs up. Share it with a friend and let's help build archery together. Also, special shout out to Dead Down Wind and Tinks for title sponsoring the show. And also all of our other great sponsors. You can find all of them in the link below on this podcast and or in video on YouTube, Facebook. There will be links below. Thanks for watching. We love you guys. Take care and be safe.
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.